Hi, I'm Megan Gilger, and welcome to the Friday Meditation. Welcome, friends. I hope that your week has been wonderful, that maybe it has been rejuvenating in some way, clarifying. Maybe um, the supermoon has been around, also known as the buck moon, which is in Capricorn, which as a Capricorn can has been a little bit of this like high intensity feeling energy. And I have honestly struggled with sleep through this full moon. It's always kind of a thing living on top of a hill you're very aware of the moon cycles. So it's not completely abnormal to be completely, to feel this pull and the energy around us. But, uh, with this one, it felt more so, and it's not even in a position where you get a lot of access to the moon from our house. So it's been very interesting. There's some in the middle of the winter, that almost feel um, overwhelming, I guess I would say. And this one just, it, it didn't have that from a visual standpoint from our room, but it does have that in terms of energy. So I've been feeling that, and but also feeling this like clarity and um, beginning sense too. I, I find it very interesting the more that I pay attention to these movements that I realize how affected I actually am from it, that it's not as, I guess, you know, like big feeling ambiguous or things like that when these things come about. Instead, it can feel like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I see why that's happening. And it can put more purpose. And we always want to, you know, downplay these things and but to think that we aren't affected by these cycles of nature, I think is a big mistake on our part as humans, because to look at the bodies of water, they're affected by the moon's pole and the tides and things like that. So there's no way that we aren't affected as well. So I find it to be a completely fascinating and powerful tool of being a human to pay attention to these cycles and movements of the sky and the stars and things like that. I don't live and die by them and what they say by any means, but I do pay attention. I think it's fun to pay attention because there's always something to learn from them. And I think I got into this because of just living here and being so exposed to nature all the time. Like I walk out my door and I'm in nature. I'm not in a city. I'm not around a lot of people. Uh, we share a road with, you know, not many people. <laughs> so it's not a congested area. And particularly during the height of the pandemic, when it was beginning, the feeling like there was this we could definitely isolate from people. Like we could go a whole month and really not see anyone. And which is crazy to think about, you could hermit yourself. And so what I became really in tune with because of that was building a relationship to my land here, our land here, and that we get to tend to. And I realized and understood and grabbed onto this relationship 
that I think others were too in different ways, but I definitely did in a whole new way and that I hadn't before, even as somebody who's lived in this area for a long time, I hadn't ever been given an opportunity to dive as deep into it as I am now. And I think it's only beginning. Uh, that is sort of what this whole meditation today and this reflection that I wrote is about. So I'm going to jump into it because I don't want to take too long here. I like to keep these short so that it feels like kind of like taking a little dose of something uh, before your weekend to calm your mind, to set you in a direction, and to give some sense of purpose to what lies ahead. And just really quick before I read this, I want to remind you that you can join our online community and receive these in your inbox every single Friday. They go there and I share journal prompts that coordinate with them. And it is a really amazing way to pursue a deeper relationship with nature and in turn yourself. So if you've been enjoying these, you can get them right in your inbox with the journal prompt. And if you're in the online community, you can actually talk to other members about this. And there are always some great conversations going on about what we're seeing and understanding and connecting to in nature through the process of gardening and just learning about the natural world, which ultimately means we're learning about ourselves. So let's jump in. Today, this meditation is called Alongside Her. I wander the rose of the garden. The sweet smell of blooming Tulsi basil fills the air as it brushes the hem of my pants. The borage plants are buzzing with bees and the clover blankets the ground beneath my bare feet. Here in the garden, everything is alive. Some evenings, when the kids have gone to bed and the whole world feels like a bed we have perfectly made, ready for us to slip into, I sit here just to feel the beauty in the most present way. It is overwhelming how full of life something can be that only six months prior was white, desolate, and frozen. I find it inspiring to be here amongst the final days of the chamomile and the beginning of the blooming of the cosmos. It is like watching a musical performance where one plant replaces another and then another, all in perfect timing. This journey will continue till the snow comes again. This little world, though, didn't exist years ago. This world right in front of me is overwhelming, not just because it is beautiful and so full of life, but because I am visibly and tangibly experiencing what can happen with love, attention, care, hard work, and the magic of nature combining together. As my feet absorb the warmth of the sun through the damp grass, I think back to the moment when we stepped onto this land for the first time. I felt called to this place. It began in a dream years before I even knew where this land was located. A dream that left me believing it was reality, which eight years later it would be with a baby on my hip. I think back to where our home sits now. There is nothing but gravel and dry pokey plants. There were hawks squealing overhead, hunting for life to take as their own, and crunchy dried plants just trying to make a life in sandy, rocky soil. Yet even then, I knew this would be where not only we would build a fruitful life, but so would a whole new ecosystem. Gathering lavender now in the fading evening light, I think of when we finished the home, and that next spring, we saw this land that needed our hands to cultivate grasses and native plants. It needed organic matter spread around this acre dug for a home and now open to growing a whole new world. 
We raked that acre by hand with a toddler by our sides. We pulled rocks to make room for deep roots in ourselves and the seeds we were spreading. We dispersed an abundance of wild grass seeds and wildflowers that spring that we knew would hold the massive amounts of cured horse manure in place that we would add to create structure to the land. No garden would grow there that year. It was only a dream. We had to create a vision that took into account the land we had been entrusted with. We had to ask what would work here in this place in order to bring it to its full potential. I think of the following years where a field of wild grasses rose around us up to our shoulders after a harsh winter. Little by little, we watched as an ecosystem emerged around us as we poured in more money, sweat, blood, and the time into this place we knew we were obligated to create something that built back this land in a way that it hadn't ever been given a chance to be before. Those years, we worked hard to bring this place to life in a whole new way. We hoped for the soil to gain structure and be full of worms and bugs. We spent trailers of manure from a small horse farm and llama farm around the corner to bring in nutrients and to help build a world of microbes we would never with our raw eye see. We added chickens to wildly roam so they would help as well. We took the slow way through this because we know all too well great things come when we do them from the ground up by hand. We could have done it quickly and mechanized, but here, as I wander among the grapevines, I'm thankful for how we chose differently. As I open the gate to our garden, I think of the year we built the fence and the coop. It felt insane, but the year was insane as well. The world raging through a pandemic and us working through being new parents to two young children, all while laying a new foundation for our careers and who we were. How often we weren't any different than this land, which is something I see now. I see how we have traversed beside one another more and more as the years pass. The soil was bad when we began that garden that year, when the world felt completely completely upside down. The fence in the garden went in deep. The framing of the chicken coop wasn't perfect. There was a lot it needed. Yet now, three years later, I see something full of abundance and potential emerging. I see the plant soaring to the sky that will feed us and our friends this fall and summer. Something I dreamed to do again when we began the pandemic. I don't find it a coincidence, though, that the place this garden sits now is where we used to hold so many dinners. And the year we began the garden was the year we couldn't do that. I didn't see that then. But I see it now as I gather the flowers to give to friends, and soon when August comes, I will serve them the tomatoes from the very spot where we also shared a dinner. The garden called to us, and we answered. The land showed us the path forward in order to heal and connect in new ways. I can see it all in the evening light as I prune tomato plants with the mosquitoes overhead. I see now what I couldn't see when I spread that compost while a tiny baby slept in her stroller. Even then, there was hope amongst the land here, even when I felt the, lo- the most lost, sad, and struggling. I listened to her. I trusted her. I let her hold me. And together, here, we have both healed and are fruiting in ways neither of us could have imagined, even then, I believe. As I gather up the final bits of the harvest from this July evening and the warm tones of the sunset, lingering on the edges to the south and the north of the sky as the buck moon rises to the east, 
I breathe in the truth. The great things truly do take time, and my God, they are worth pursuing. In a world of instant gratification, building an ecosystem from nothing is a rebellious pursuit. But I would beg to say it was one we should all be pursuing. A life lived alongside a piece of land where you grow and expand side by side in conversation is what I more than ever believe we were designed for when the cosmic dust settled in order to create the flesh we wear now. This land we are lucky to tend to is far from complete, just as I can, we can say the same for ourselves. We have a long journey ahead of growing alongside one another. The apple trees need protection from winter nibbles. The hill, hill here needs more shade and will take some time still. But the more I lean in and realize it will take time and nature allows for time. In fact, it encourages it. Life isn't a sprint, but it is a long reaching story intertwined between us, nature, and generations. I feel it in the air here in the depths of July when it all feels alive at once. I can sense the gift of time and tending to each other side by side, like walking a journey with the intention to only become better with each small step we take. I rest, I break, I rebuild, and I bloom. And I do it right alongside her and her right alongside me. I know that one was a little long, but... I hope to just like help you see this story, whether you can say this for a few pots on a balcony or you can say this for acres of land that you may own or something in between. It is the greatest thing to observe how we can grow right alongside nature. And that we are no different than the very plants we put in our garden. It is is grounding and is humbling. And when you see those pictures of the galaxies and universe and how tiny we are in it all, it is wonderful to be humbled. It is important to be humbled. And in fact, I think it's one of the things we need daily like a vitamin. Because when we're humbled, we have empathy, we have space, we can breathe a little deeper. There's less on our shoulders. It's kind of beautiful. So I really hope that this leaves you this weekend with maybe a point to have some observations, spend some time thinking about how you've grown right alongside the little plot and box maybe you're growing your garden in. I can promise you that you both are growing in unique ways. Maybe you are side by side. Maybe those things are happening at the same time and maybe they're not. Or maybe the garden is offering answers that you need when you are breaking. And maybe you're offering answers when the garden is breaking. It's something to think about. Till then, my friends, I'll see you out there. <laughs>